A woman died after being rammed by a comfort sheep. The earth is getting a black box to record the downfall of our civilization. And Colorado leads the nation in dog poop complaints. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. My name is Jonesy. I'm so grateful that you're here today. I have three weird stories from around the world. Come on. A woman has died after being rammed by a therapy sheep. Yes, a 73-year-old female volunteer was feeding some therapy animals over the weekend. Uh, this was when a therapy sheep repeatedly rammed her. The woman's identified as Kim Taylor. She suffered extensive injuries and went into cardiac arrest and uh, was taken to a hospital where she died shortly after. Kim had served as a volunteer at a place called Cultative Care Farms. I'm sorry, Cultivate Care Farms. I can't read. That's why I'm recording in a closet. Uh, so Cultivate Care Farms is a nonprofit that offers farm-based therapy. She volunteered there, Kimberly, before her death for 14 months. What the hell is a farm-based therapy program, I'm wondering. You feed chickens, you milk cows. This is supposed to make you feel good. Oh, what do you got, a drug problem? Well, come on, just pet the sheep. That'll make it all go away. Does it? Have they unlocked some sort of secret, I don't know, answers to all of life's problems? Ah, what are you having a bad year? Oh, yeah, it's COVID. Gone through a divorce. You lost your children. What happened? Ah, nah, just go milk a cow. This will be good for you. You forget about your worries when you're milking a cow. When you're getting up at the crack ass of dawn, 4.30 to feed some chickens, get on a horse and go wrangle some cows. Police say that Kim was working alone in one of the pens. There was some animals in that pen, unfortunately. One of them was the sheep. This is a therapy sheep that was apparently aggressive. This doesn't sound like a productive therapy sheep. You need therapy sheeps that are soft and non-aggressive. Not aggressive. Sheeps can't be charging people during therapy. It seems terrible. What, did you hire a few rams as well? Hey, get into the, go go play with the therapy ram. That'll be good for you. You got a gambling addiction? Yeah, go play with the therapy ram. You lost all your money on the rams? Go play with that ram. <laughs> it'll ram you right into, right into, <laughs> it'll, it'll ram your brain so that it works right. Police say that Kim was working alone in the pen at 9 a.m. and the sheep started charging her. There wasn't any witnesses to the ramming, according to Cultivate Care Farms. I don't know why I can't say Cultivate today. Cultivate Care Farms. Don't you have CCTV cameras on all the pens? Like, what is wrong with you? You don't have cameras everywhere? You should. You're dealing with farm animals and, you know, people who no doubt have addictions, perhaps criminal records, I'd imagine. What do I know? Kim Taylor, it says, was beloved by all who worked with her, and staff members were devastated to learn about her death. Yeah, of course. She seems like a lovely lady. This farm opened in Bolton, Massachusetts in 2017 as a nonprofit offering counseling, group therapy, and community outreach, among other services. Oh, this is a Massachusetts story I'm now finding out. I could have used a thick Boston accent the entire time. Kim Taylor's daughter is told the 
Boston media that Kim began volunteering there after retiring from her job as a nurse for more than 30 years. The daughters say she was a huge animal lover who found joy in her weekly volunteer shifts at the farm, something that they take solace in during this tough time after losing their mother. Bolton Animal Control was working with cultivative, cultiv- <laughs> cultivate care farms to determine what will happen to the sheep that's responsible for Taylor's death. What's going to happen to the sheep? Here's a quote from the, the farm spokesman. Yeah, we have no further details, but are working closely with investigators as they review this incident at our farm. We're continuously updating preventative measures and training to ensure the safety of our staff and our volunteers. We get a lot of volunteers from the Boston area. We want to make sure everybody's safe. Massachusetts State Police and Bolton Police are investigating. That's how it is. All right, I got to squeeze in a Boston accent there. I would just like to say in closing that I would I would really love to have the opportunity to go to a therapy farm if I ever needed some assistance because of a personal issue that I thought maybe being around some sheep could cure. My guess is, though, this sort of stuff isn't covered by insurance, which could be a price for probably wealthy people, right? It's like going to baseball fantasy camp or something. The Earth is getting a black box in order to record events that lead to the downfall of our civilization. An indestructible black box is set to be built upon a granite plain on the west coast of Tasmania, Australia, in early 2022. The black box's mission is going to be to record, quote, every step we take toward climate catastrophe, providing a record for future civilizations to understand what caused our demise. I guess this is helpful if you think that climate change is going to cause our demise. Personally, I think it's TikTok challenges that's going to be our demise, really. (laughs) TikTok challenges are just bringing down civilization, if you haven't noticed. These things are dumb, but people can't stop doing them. Oh, the latest one is where you kick someone's door down. Have you seen that one? Yeah, I should cover that. You kick someone's door down like you're the police. Oh, that's not going to get you shot anytime soon, right? This is the downfall of civilization, guys. (laughs) I mean, sure, yeah, climate change is contributing, but, I mean, stupidity is going to win this race. Okay, so this black box project is led by marketing communications company Clemenger BBDO in collaboration with the University of Tasmania. And they're, they're currently in beta, but have begun collecting some information on their website. This black box structure is designed to be about the size of a city bus made of three-inch thick steel topped with solar panels. Its interior will be filled with storage devices that gather climate change-related data such as atmospheric carbon dioxide levels and average temperatures. In addition, using an algorithm, it will scour the web for tweets, posts, news, and headlines. The developers... Estimate that this black box storage will run out in 30 to 50 years. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, your storage should probably last longer than 30 to 50 years. I mean, we're talking about <laughs> the end of civilization, and then it's going to last long enough for a future civilization to find it. That could take a million years. Before. <laughs> I mean, if we're wiped out, right, how long before another intelligent life form emerges? You know, the dinosaurs were wiped out. It took 65 million years for us to get here. You know, the next big thing on this planet. If we're wiped out, who's to say it's not going to take another tens of millions of years before another, you know, dominating 
life form is on this earth kind of running things. You're going to need to last at least that long so that they can find it and then check it out. I mean, that's assuming they can understand our language and all that other stuff. This just seems like a real crapshoot here. I don't know. Is this money well spent, guys? I'm not sure. Uh, there's other issues with the black box, like how are the solar panels going to be replaced before the end of civilization? How will they be maintained? How well were the, will the hard drives hold up after decades? And how impervious will the vault be to vandalism or sabotage? Its remote location is around four hours from the closest major city. That's also one deterrent to keep people away. But will that be enough to keep vandals away? And perhaps the biggest question, is this all just a really clever marketing push? Or will it have some tangible benefits, after all, for humanity? Well, some people behind this project believe it's actually going to have an immediate impact because politicians and business leaders uh, will have to realize that their actions or inactions are actually being recorded by this black box for the rest of history. Maybe you're right. It says here, nevertheless, humans love preparing for the end of times, don't we? Should such a doomsday come via climate or otherwise, we already have a giant seed vault that's tucked into the Norwegian ice. Yes, I think I've covered that seed vault. You need a seed vault. Uh, you need one not just on Earth. We need to put one out in space as well if there isn't one already. There needs to be a seed vault. In case this planet is destroyed, we can take those plants elsewhere. Uh, um, this is uh, I, I do like this because this is proactive. It's pl I like, you know, being proactive on big issues like climate change and the whatnot. I just think that if you're going to do it, though, you got to do it right. You got to make something that's going to last at least 100,000 years, let's just say. Any scientists out there listen to this show, call me. 646-450-2012. Am I stupid? Yay! Colorado leads the nation in dog poo complaints. Colorado ranks first in the United States for the most dog poop complaints, according to a recent study. It's a dog story. I thought you'd enjoy that. People just love dog stories. This project was done by Protect My Paws, which is a company that helps consumers find pet insurance. Pet insurance. Pet health insurance, right? Oh, man, these pets have better insurance than I have. Anyways, Protect My Paws analyzed some tweets with a number of poop-related keywords. For example, dog poo and stepped in dog poo. Stepped in poo, doggy poo, dog crapola, dog <laughs> dog farts. Uh, they're trying to reveal the dog poop capital of America. That was the purpose of this. Colorado leads the nation with 15.4 tweets annually per 100,000 people of the population with poop-related keyword complaints, according to the study. Oregon, Oregon. Oregon came in a whisker close at 15.3, uh, second place. Here's a quote from the study. Well, we analyzed tweets searching for keywords related to dog poop complaints to reveal the foulest state of all. The state of Colorado is known for its vivid landscape of mountains, forests, canyons, rivers, and desert lands. If you're into a natural scenic beauty, Colorado is a haven. But it also happens to be, uh, you know, the... Dog poop capital as well. So just keep that in mind. If you're going to vacation, you might step in some shit. It doesn't say all that. I had to insert some comedy. This doesn't mean that there's more dog poop in Colorado, just FYI. It just means that people in Colorado are more apt to be 
like Karens go to Twitter. Oh my God, it's just poop on the corner of the hay. And people are picking up their poop. And I let the police know that they didn't pick up their poop. And then, and so this is what you get. This doesn't mean there's more poop in Colorado. Come on, guys. Come on. You're putting the cat before the horse. Is that what they say? Uh, there's a, what's that phrase in science? Correlation doesn't imply causation. Is that correct? Something like that. I don't know. I used to be smart. It says here the state with the least amount of dog poo complaints is Delaware at 1.5. That's probably because just Delaware, you know, they're just not jumping on Twitter to complain about everything. If anything, this study shows there's more complainers in Colorado than any other state. I'm surprised because I come from a, a state with a lot of complaining going on. A lot of people with grievances in Boston. In fact, I, I derive my humor and my stand-up comedy from my grievances, which just run through me. It's just It's the Boston in me. Okay. The same study listed the 10 dog poopiest cities in the country. Not a single municipality in Colorado made the stinking list. What does that even mean? Protect My Paws names Pittsburgh as the number one dog poop capital on the list. Seattle came in second, Atlanta in third. The authors of the study claim that, in fact, Pittsburgh has a huge dog poop problem. Well, it's better than having the problem that San Francisco's had, which is the human poop problem. Man, got more human poop in San Francisco the past couple of years. Oh, boy, someone created that poop app, poop map in San Francisco to let you know where all the human feces is located on the streets and sidewalks. Oh, boy, what a mess, man. What a mess. Now, when it comes to dog poop, let me just share one of my pet peeves with you. For some reason, people pick up dog poop in the little baggie. They tie it in a knot, and then they throw the baggie on the ground. They don't even bring it to a trash barrel. Or I don't, I, I don't understand this at all. This seems crazier to me, more psychotic, this behavior, than just leaving the dog crap where it was after coming out of the dog's butt. To actually put it in a bag... And then throw the bag on the ground or leave it on the ground. Are you okay? Like, this is the craziest behavior I've ever heard of regarding, you know, dog poop. The only thing crazier than that is if you picked it up and threw it at a cop. That'd be crazier than this. Oh, we got a new patron. Much love to Jojo Moore. Jojo Moore became a patron this morning. I was so thrilled to get the email. Jojo joined the Patreon and has thus not only uh, got her name on the on the studio wall at Weird AF Studios, which is also known as my closet in my bedroom. Um, But JoJo gets to unlock a lot of really cool extra content that's been created and shared by me in the Patreon, including the uh, Good Luck With Your Life Man techno techno song that I put out there. Do you guys remember that? Maybe I'll... uh, I should put it on... put it back on an episode because I thought that was a fun thing. Anyways, people are enjoying that, by the way. Downloading it and... Make it your ringtone, man. Good luck with your life, man. <laughs> Anyways, if you guys want to join the Patreon like JoJo and support the show, it's pretty easy. It's a nice thing to do for the holidays for Jonesy. Just go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner. Uh, if you'd like to send me something for the holidays, just reach out. Give me a, send me a little DM. Follow me on the Instagram at funnyjones. How about that? Be nice on If you're going to drop me a message, just be nice, guys. Just be nice on the gram. Uh, 
who do I want to give a shout out to? Let me give out a shout out to somebody on the gram. Let's see who we have here. Yeah, people people reach out and they go, "What's up?" Oh, we'll give a shout out to Wana. Wana uh, says that uh, my podcast plays in the morning when she's getting ready for work. She says my favorite part is always the anchor ad. Yours is the best. Good luck with your life, man. She wrote. Good luck with your life, man. This is Juana from El Paso. Shout out to Juana. He reached out on the gram. Pretty cool. Love it, love it, love it. Who else? Who else? Here we go. Uh, all right. Oh, we got Nora. Is this who it is? Yeah, let me see here. Hold on, hold on, guys. Come on. All right, we got Nora from New York City. Uh, also a big fan of the show. And uh, so she's been listening to to the show for a couple of years. Uh and uh, uses Alexa. All right, this is a very, very long, drawn-out outro. I've really lost steam here, but yeah, I'm just trying to give some love to people. You guys know. And uh, it takes a little time. Anyways, uh, I just want to show you that I'm grateful to everybody who reaches out and who appreciates the show and tells me about it and you know joins the Patreon and whatnot. I'm, I'm, I'm one of these people who just appreciates the support, and I want to let everybody know that. Um, I don't take anything for granted in this life anymore. I used to, but I don't anymore. Uh, yeah, I don't think you should, you know. Anyways, rather than wax philosophical, I'm going to go.